0: If the Pacific Northwest is renowned for anything, it has to be its beautiful vistas, the rise of the grunge music era, and powerful wind storms. After all, in the Northern Hemisphere, systems move west to east, so the west coast is the impact point of everything that comes from across the Pacific. The Northwest is that goofy place where the warmer waters from the south blend with the much, much colder waters from the US-Canada border through Alaska to the north. So, as you can imagine there, things can get pretty hairy at times. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. They called it the Columbus Day Big Blow. It is estimated to have been the most damaging windstorm on record west of the Cascade Mountains. And it's now on This Day in Weather History. The Columbus Day Storm of 1962 was playfully nicknamed the Big Blow, which sounds exactly like something you'd hear out of either Seattle or Portland. (laughs) But it was actually originally called Typhoon Frida. This powerful Pacific Northwest windstorm beat down the west coast of Canada and the Pacific Northwest coast of the United States on October 12th of 62, this day in weather history. The winds soared to hurricane force, hacking gusts that surpassed 100 miles per hour or 160 km per hour threshold. It wreaked havoc along this coastal region that was at this time primarily in the forestry, logging, lumber, and paper industry. And the fierce winds blew down over 3.5 billion board feet of timber, while also severely disrupting communications due to downed power lines. As far as relevance, The Big Blow is considered one of the most powerful extratropical cyclones recorded in the U.S. in the 20th century with respect to wind velocity. It is more powerful than the March 1993 Storm of the Century and the 1991 Halloween Nor'easter, which was also known as the Perfect Storm. This storm definitely ranks among the most intense to strike the region since at least 1948 and possibly going back as far as January 9th of 1880. That was the Great Gale that brought a snowstorm with it. In total, the Columbus Day Storm of 1962 was linked to 46 fatalities in the Northwest and Northern California, resulting from heavy rain and mudslides. And it made that big blow. On October 12th of that year, it was this day in weather history. Tomorrow is October 13th, and this one is near and dear to me. Our Weather Network studios are just west of Toronto and not much more than an hour and a half from the western New York border with the Canadian town of Fort Erie. Boy, oh boy, did they ever get hammered with an early snowfall back in 2006. We actually have produced a very cool podcast video short for this day in weather history that you have just got to see. If you haven't done this yet, well, you just gotta. We have upped our visual game and revised the look of our video pod shorts. Now they are shot right here in my TDIWH studio while I'm actually recording these episodes. They're super short, easy to digest, only one to two minute bits, but they're loaded with archive photo and video right from that day in weather history. They're on television and online at www.theweathernetwork.com forward slash weatherhistory. Did you know that we have been on air wherever you listen to your podcast since June 1st? I know, right? If you're finding us right now at this moment, might I suggest subscribing? You get all the alerts when each episode is ready to listen to and, almost more importantly, get you full-time access to all the past episodes in the library. So if you gotta go back to June first to get all caught up, it's the easiest binge listen of all time. You can look based on interests, be it hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, snow, rain. It's all super easy. Just hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to me right now. Alright, enough promotion. Tomorrow I'll tell you about a storm that resulted in Buffalo, New York TV and radio news employees being ordered to stay the night because the National Guard needed to be deployed to remove. Well, enough snow that would make it necessary to call in the National Guard, you know, to remove it. (laughs) And it happened on October 13th of 2006, on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.